You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remso Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics Podcast at secondprintcomics.com. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Contrary to popular belief, two things are a fact. One, I was not always a lady killer. Two, I was not always this awesome. It takes a lot of work to to be me and to be how, how awesome I am. It's continual work. I mean, beauty is pain, my friends. Beauty is pain. And when you're living the life of the most interesting man in the world, it, it takes a little bit of effort. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, kidding a little bit. Not really. Kind of, sort of. Today we're reacting to my internet crush, the awesome Courtney Ryan. She is a YouTuber who goes and gives out advice to men to help make men more confident in how they approach women. Uh, as my girlfriend calls her, the woman on YouTube who convinced me to buy myself a denim jacket. It's uh, it, it's actually really like decent channel. Like I really really like it and decent. I mean she she's gone like uh, up close to like half a million YouTube followers in like less than a year, and her videos are racking up. Uh, I think one of them broke a million views the other day. She does a phenomenal job. I am I am nothing uh, but uh, but you know respectful as to how much hustle she has and how fast she has grown. So you know I am here as a layman just giving my two cents and somebody that I think has helped me out. And I think it helps you out. I mean, what I have loved about uh, the last couple months of this show is that we've actually been diving more into like dating and relationships. And one of the things that I really enjoy that you have really enjoyed the listeners uh, is getting insight on how men and women think, especially about each other and how we understand and don't understand each other. So, you know, what I appreciate about this channel is it's taught me not just about style, but also it's made me rethink my mindset towards certain things. Yeah, I've been in a uh, six-year relationship. I'm getting married, but there's still things about my own fiance that I'm learning, and sometimes it, it helps to hear it from somebody else. It's just a fact of life. So I went ahead and pulled up a recent videos of her. It's like five traits. It's uh, five traits of a high-value man. And I'm just going to go ahead and give my reactions throughout it. We'll play some of the audio, maybe the whole episode here. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about it online afterwards. So away we go. Oh, and before my and before we start, if my fiancé is listening to this, sweetheart, you know I don't like brunettes. So just saying. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan, and today I'm going to be going over what makes a high-value man. So if you're a high-value man, you should be looking to attract a high-value woman, and a lot of you comment what you think that is, and I'm going to do a video all about that in the future, so stay tuned. 
I'll just go ahead and be straight. When I started dating in college, the women I were I was dating were not what I would consider high value. And by that, I mean they liked to party, and they were typically the women who you would go ahead and see at a place. And, you know, like most women, they start off being really pretty. They've got a nice smile. And then immediately, you know, deep down, you're about to make some pretty bad decisions with that person. So just off the bat, boys, if that's your first inkling, you're probably not going to be dating a high-value woman at that point. But in order to attract a high-value woman, you got to be a high-value man, right? And just like anything else, I think there are a ton of misconceptions about what a high-value man actually is, the same way there's misconceptions about what a simp is or what an alpha male is. If you have an OnlyFans account or if you're constantly flirting and white-knighting for random hot e-thoughts on Twitter, you're probably a simp. Check out my episode with Maya Master called Confessions of a Satirical Twitter E-Thought, and uh, you'll, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And let me tell you, Dan Bilzerian is not it. So the biggest misconception I think that I see is just because a guy has money, he's high value, and that could not be farther from the truth. A high value man brings value to the world in some way, shape, or form, and just because a guy has money does not mean he's high value. I feel like this is something that society kind of knows, but at the same time, it's also one of those things that it's nice to hear it again. I think a lot of people confuse success with a monetary value, but I really think success is what you feel in terms of your own inner peace, your own self-love aspect, as well as your ability to contribute to the world positively. Because I know far too many people who are rich who are just absolute pieces of shit. And they're not people who, even if you wanted to get close to them because you thought you could get you know, a little something-something, a little cash money right there, a little little pocket change, you know, a little cheddar, uh, they're just people that would make you want to like, literally jump in front of a semi-truck because they're just terrible people and they don't contribute to the world and you know, they're, they're just pieces of shit. So you know, re- really, really remember that. Money doesn't make the man. Man makes something out of the man. So today I'm going to be going over five things that make a man high value and why that is the case. So number one, we have authenticity. So authenticity is being unapologetically and authentically yourself. So you don't care what people think about you. You aren't constantly worried about people pleasing or what everyone else wants you to do. You do what makes you happy and the people who do that are always the happiest. Nothing is sexier than a guy who knows what he wants, who he is, and isn't afraid to say that even if it goes against the popular opinion. This is also some Someone who doesn't feel the constant need for validation or to prove himself in order to feel like what he's doing is okay. He does it because he wants to and not because everyone else is saying he should. I see something like this when it comes to like the comic book community because I think you know the nerd geek stereotype kind of sticks around uh, amongst popular culture. But the thing is, I know people that if you I were to show you them, you would never think that they're big comic book nerds or Dungeons and Dragon nerds. I feel like there's a lot of, I don't really call it shaming because I don't know many people who still go out of their way to like make fun of somebody's interests, especially if they can tell they really like or enjoy something. But there are a lot of people that hold back expressing the things they really like. And I see this in you know the, the gaming and comic book world, people that are afraid that they're going to be judged a certain way. So it's less, I think, about what you're going to do because of peer pressure. It's also more about what you're not willing to say you enjoy or who you really are because of that 
uh, that that social ridicule in a way. So yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big thing. So the big thing about authenticity and the reason why it's so high value is because when you are authentically yourself, you attract the right people for you. So a guy like this doesn't care what people think about him. And honestly, that is so refreshing, especially in today's society where if you have a different opinion, everybody tries to cancel you. Another thing about being authentic is that you'll attract the right people for you by being yourself. What I have found, and I will say this specifically about dating, is that there is literally somebody out there for everyone. And I'm not saying that as like, it's okay, there's plenty of fish in the sea, you'll find your special somebody. I know a lot of people, well not not too many now since I've gotten older, but I know people that are in relationships now with people just because they've kind of settled. It's not even because they really like each other, it's just because you know they want sex and maybe someone to buy them dinner. And they also know that if they go out there, it's going to be really hard for them to find somebody because they're just obnoxiously terrible people. So they might as well just settle with each other. That's one situation. I also know some people from college. It's like there, there's some like, – and I'm going to sound really mean about it. There's some like ugly fucking people in the world. Like you look at them and you're just like, you know, you're, you're a beautiful spirit. But like you're, you're also just an objectively unattractive person. But it's okay though because there's somebody as like unattractive at your level who will like you for you. And those people are happy. And ultimately if you're, if you're happy with that person, that's all that freaking matters, man. That's all that freaking matters. And before you start thinking, well, who the fuck is Remso? Listen, guys, I'm pretty honest with myself. At my, at my lowest, I've been a six. Uh, at my highest, I've been like an 8.5. Right now, I think I teeter between like a 6.5 and a 7, mainly because I've been wearing sweatpants and jogger shorts everywhere for the past year because of the lockdowns and shit like that. So I'm pretty realistic with myself. But I also have a girl who's like really hot who wants to marry me. So it also kind of works out with that. So, you know, each their own. Just be honest with yourselves. But really, there, there's somebody out there for everybody. If you just be authentic, you're going to attract other people like you. And, you know, like I've had the same group of friends I really hang out with regularly since I was 12, 13 years old. And it's because we're, we, you know, we're, we're, we're happy when we're together as a group of guys and stuff like that and we can be ourselves and I don't need to impress a whole ton of other people. Like I've got, I've got friends, but like, you know, these are people that I, I know that they'll be with me thinking thin and they won't think any other way of me if something happens. And, you know, it's just about getting your tribe. It's about being authentic and attracting other people to want to be friends with you and to want to work with you and stuff like that because you're objectively yourself. You're not a fraud. People Why can would you want to be with someone that isn't even attracted to the real you? You shouldn't try to pretend to be something or someone that you're not. You should be focusing on yourself, making yourself better, doing what makes you happy, and ultimately you'll be able to give to other people by doing that. A big aspect of authenticity is putting yourself first. And that seems selfish when I say it, but that's because it kind of is. And I think so many people live their lives, like I said, trying to please others so much that they never put themselves first. And that leads to them feeling resentful, burnt out, used, and nothing good ever comes from that. You can give the most to other people once you've already given to yourself, and I think that's something that not enough people realize. The most important relationship you will ever have is not with your mom, it's not with your friend, it's with yourself. And the fact that not enough people see that is the reason why nobody is happy. So I've got a quick story for you that kind of touches on one of these things in terms of like being yourself and not trying to be somebody else. 
A real big example I saw was actually my first year in the Army when I was a Mary Military Institute in the Alabama Guard. We had this guy. He, he ended up like he, he – he he was part of the program. He got through like uh, you know the the initial training course, our, our version of basic, and uh, he he got through the first like cresting phase, the ITC initial training uh, initial what the fuck was it? initial training phase ITP. I don't fucking remember what it was called. It was a million years ago. Anyway, he got through all of that stuff, and he seemed like a pretty spot on guy. He was you know he knew all his all his stuff. He knew squad tactics. He was a you know he was close to like three hundred uh, for his APFT score and stuff like you wouldn't have thought that this guy would be so much of a wimp that he would get a D in a math class and then end up like quitting, um, but he he did that. But anyway, he was a giant piece of shit. He had a habit of going and like publicly humiliating people, yelling at them, just going for all their insecurities. He was a bully. He was a fucking bully. And his roommate was a guy named Lang. And I'm not afraid to name shame him. He was a guy named Lang. And Lang was kind of like his sidekick. It was like your classic, you know, big bully, under bully duo. And eventually, you know, everyone who doesn't like that dude ends up not liking Lang because of guilt by association. Lang was trying to basically act like the other dude. Eventually, other dude ends up leaving because he's he's a moron and he's also a giant pussy because he didn't really want to be in the military. So he ends up like getting like he he basically like finds a way to get out of everything. So he does that, and then Lang is by himself. And what Lang realizes is that because he tried to be like Parker and he tried to oh that was his name Parker because he tried to do that and he tried to um, basically be kind of like his underling and stuff. He basically made everyone not like him. And it was sad, too, because the guy actually turned out to be a decent dude. He was also kind of a bitch. He ended up quitting, too, and saying he was going to go in, like, you know, Air Force Special Operations or something. But instead, he ended up doing something not related to the military at all. Uh, but what was sad was, like, you know, he was genuinely a nice guy, and he was really sad when his roommate left because ultimately he had no friends. But, you know, when he actually started trying to be open and be himself and stuff, he turned out to be really nice. And I remember one time he looked at he's like, guys, you know, thank you for including me and loving to go see a movie and stuff. You know, I'm not, I'm not the other guy. I'm really not. And it's like, okay, man, that's cool. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but you tried to be him, and you did a lot, and you didn't said a lot of things. So if you'd just been yourself – you could have been friends of us, but now, you know, the whole, the whole relationship of being, of trying to be friends and stuff like that, just, it was already kind of tainted. So just be yourself. Don't try and be a, somebody else, especially somebody who's just mean and cruel for the sake of being that way. So under authenticity, we have putting yourself first. We also have being able to set boundaries. So again, someone who is authentic and not afraid what people think is not afraid to set boundaries with people. Boundaries free us from feelings of resentment and being used, and you have to learn how to say no to things. The right people in your life will not be offended or not get mad at you when you say no to things that you simply do not want to do. Living in constant fear of what everyone thinks of you or trying not to let people down is miserable and it might seem like the right things to do short term, but it always negatively affects you in the long term. So focus on yourself, be yourself, and you'll attract the right people for you that way. And that is what is so high value about this is that not enough people do this, but the people that do are the ones who are successful, are the ones who go after something that no one said that they could do. These are the people that are able to give back because they've given to themselves and they're happy with themselves and feel that they can do that. So keep this in mind. I know you want to be a people pleaser. I know you don't want to let people down, but if it's starting to make you lose yourself by pleasing other people, that's 
when you know you need to cut it out. That is something that I really had to learn. I had to learn it the hard way. The hardest word for me to say to somebody was no, because I wanted everyone to like me, and I was always afraid of what people would think of me if I didn't say no. Because of this, I took uh, opportunities and jobs that I really didn't want to because I felt like I was pressured into doing so. Because of this, I got into some really you know scary situations that I you know I knew deep in my gut were not good, but I did it anyway uh, because I, I wanted people to be friends with me. Uh, because of that, I lost time, I lost money, I damaged relationships. Because when you just want to be a people pleaser, you're really pleasing nobody, and you're definitely not helping yourself out. If you feel worse as a result of it, you're probably making the wrong decision, and that is when you need to develop that backbone. It won't always feel comfortable, but I can tell you that by setting clear boundaries, you're going to tell who respects you and who doesn't. And if somebody doesn't respect you because you're not willing to go ahead and fold on something, they're not somebody you want in your life to begin with. So definitely learning that was one of the biggest things that I wish I had learned sooner. Uh, but you know, I learned it the hard way, but ultimately I'm glad I did because I'm a much more confident person and I can set those boundaries because I'm a man, I'm an adult. And I think anyone who, you know, has something that they feel comfortable with should be able to do it. But if they're not comfortable with it, you need to be able to stand by it because ultimately the only person that's ultimately going to look out for you is you. Number two, we have emotional intelligence. And I've touched on this in a past video before, and I'm bringing it up again because I think it's so important. People who are emotionally intelligent are very self-aware. And when you're self-aware, it helps you connect to people. It helps you understand why you're feeling a certain way. It allows you to be more empathetic and really just allows you to be a well-rounded, better person. Men who are emotionally intelligent are better to be around because not only are they in tune with their emotions, the way that they're feeling, they can regulate all of that, but also they are more empathetic with people. They can lift other people up. They're enjoyable to be around because they're not that negative Nelly in the room that has that woe is me pity party the world is out to get me mindset when you become self-aware it's a lot easier for you to then find things that you're passionate about find things that you're interested in it just comes a lot more naturally to you because you're constantly growing you're constantly evolving you're constantly learning and trying to reach your full potential rather than being stunted thinking that you already know everything someone who's emotionally intelligent also realizes that we can't control the things that happen to us but we can control how we respond and react to those things so it's all about making the best of a situation and keeping your cool and composure when things get a little bit tough high value men don't blow a fuse if someone disagrees with them high value men understand that people have different opinions and values because of their prior conditioning in life and that's okay someone can have a different opinion than you and you can be fine so I think it takes a lot to realize that. And when someone has reached this level of emotional intelligence, it makes them incredibly high value, amazing to be around, and a great life partner. Uh, three things that really helped me become a much more emotionally intelligent person. One, it was uh, you know my first couple years in the Army. You learn a lot about yourself in times of stress. And when you're trying to deal with other people who are different from you in very uh, you know high-risk, high-stress situations, you have to really begin to understand your limits because it's very easy to become angry, rageful, resentful. The more you begin to understand that and the more you begin to think, understand that other people are probably going through the exact same thing, it's going to teach you a lot about yourself and how you deal with other people. Secondly, uh, one of the things that I stand by 100% is something I wish more people took advantage of is counseling, uh, seeing a therapist or psychiatrist. Uh, people think that you have to have like a meltdown or a breakdown to see it, but honestly, I think if more people went 
at least maybe a couple times a year, especially if maybe things aren't that great and they began to talk through it with somebody, it would really help. In 20, uh, 2016, 2017, I saw an anger management counselor for about a semester. And then over the past uh, three, four years, I met with um, two other uh, therapists and uh, psychiatrists for a while. They did immense help. Uh, helping me find the root of a lot of my anger, a lot of my uh, you know depression at the time, and it made me more open with myself, which made me more open with others, and ultimately I'm a better person because of it. I haven't had to go see anyone in over a year and a half, but ultimately I know that if I was in a position where I feel lost or something, I can go you know to uh, somebody from church. I can go to my family, but if it's something a little bit too much than that where I need that safe environment where I could speak with somebody who's an objective professional, I can very easily do that. And you know what what I did, I did a lot of in-person counseling, but what I also did for about a year was I did weekly uh, phone counseling for 30 minutes on an app. So this app, it was called Faithful Counseling because I wanted somebody that would come at things from a Christian perspective. They paired me with a licensed therapist in the state of Virginia. I paid like 300 bucks a month. I got 30, 50 minutes. I'm sorry. I got 30 to 60 minutes of, um, of uh, weekly phone calls with my counselor to go over things. I got great help. She gave me great assignments to look more into how I was feeling and going through uh, certain challenges and I could also go ahead and message her on that app whenever. So it was a one. It was a one-time monthly fee. Um, you know, you get all this access, and it, it helped me immensely. And this was before COVID and everything happened. So I mean, really, guys, I think everyone should should go see a therapist or a counselor at some point. A lot of my friends who I've talked about about have admitted that they've done it. I think it's something that a lot of men aren't willing to talk about, but we know we, we need to understand that our mental health is as important as everything else. And that, you know, like you would go to a doctor if you're sick. I think if you're going through a real difficult time emotionally, um, you need to go see, uh, you know, somebody for that too, because you can't always do it alone. You can, but you can't always. And sometimes it's good to just get the help in. Number three, we have self-love, self-care, everything that goes into that. So I mentioned before about being a people pleaser, and I think so many of us focus on if other people like us or not when we don't even like ourselves. It's so silly. So in order to reach your full potential and bring the most value to the world that you possibly can, you have to like yourself. You have to have confidence. You have to have the confidence to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And all of that stems from self-love, self-care, and just taking care of your mental health, physical well-being and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to do a whole video on self-love and how to achieve that. But for now, I think it's important to build that trust with yourself that will help you get to that point. So if you're someone that's currently struggling with this, if you make promises to yourself that you can't keep, if you're constantly self-sabotaging and betraying yourself, all those things are going to negatively affect how you view yourself. And then will decrease your productivity. It's gonna make you have imposter syndrome. It's gonna make you doubt everything that you do. So if you can make promises to yourself and keep them, make a to-do list and get everything done on your to-do list, take care of your body, go for a run, go to the gym. You could listen to a thought-provoking podcast. You could meditate, read a book, and go to therapy. If you need a little help, it's okay to admit that you need help and high-value men are willing to take that step in order to reach their full potential. That's the thing, guys. I feel like all men, and I'll, I'll include women on this, we all want to feel like 
everything's under control and everything is fine. But if you've been a longtime listener of this show, you understand that nobody's got their shit completely together. And that the one thing that we should do is at least be honest with ourselves because that's the first step towards anything else. Uh, you know, I struggled with, uh, you know, with, with, with alcohol for a little bit. And uh, now I can have a drink and I'm perfectly fine because I understood the root of addictive behavior was uh, self-loathingness. I know that, you know, when it comes to my weight and stuff like that, uh, you know, I can blame a lot of other things. But ultimately, you know, if I want to go ahead and lose weight, the only person preventing me from doing that is myself because I need to get up there. Motivation isn't always just enough to make you want to do something. You have to know to do it. Um, And, you know, giving yourself permission to do the things you like to do. I go on walks with my dog pretty regularly. Uh, sometimes I'll just go to the bookstore and just wander. You know, get out and go on a drive. I'm a big driver. I live in a pretty nice part of Virginia that I'm really gonna miss when I move. And I just like to get out there and just drive for a little bit and just listen to music. And you know, getting time with my friends too is really important. So I mean, really, just understanding. You know, because I think with a lot of men, we want to block off how we're feeling because we're afraid it might make the situation worse. If I just tell myself, I feel like shit, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm something, you know, that that's how you go ahead and solve a lot of things. And ultimately, I think in our heads, we make situations out to be far worse than they are in reality. I certainly know that I'm a catastrophist. So when it comes to something like that, it's just one of those points where it's like, just be honest with yourself because I, I honestly think that half the problems we fucking have are not even that big of a deal. But it starts with being honest with ourselves, which is key. Like I mentioned earlier, the most important relationship you will ever have is the one you have with yourself. This is where your confidence comes from. This is where your productivity comes from. This is where the belief in yourself to do hard things comes from. And your life will ultimately get so much better if you start to love yourself, take care of yourself, and be the best you that you can possibly be. Number four, we have integrity. And a man with integrity is high value because he's honest, he's trustworthy, he has values for himself and the people that he chooses to surround himself with. So character is what you do when nobody else is watching and someone with integrity does the right thing. Like I said, he's honest, he's trustworthy, he's a good guy and that's what makes him high value. A guy with integrity adds value to other people's lives because he isn't lying, he isn't manipulating. He has clear intentions. The reason why women are attracted to men with integrity is because they stick to their word. You don't have to question where you stand with a man with integrity because he makes it clear through not only his words but also his actions. High value men don't manipulate and play mind games. They make it very clear what their intentions are, what their expectations are, and they aren't willing to accept any less than that. And I think that's the big distinction here is the respect that a man with integrity demands is attractive. A man with integrity knows exactly what he wants and if someone's not on the same page with you with that, you can walk away and be totally fine. Okay, some shameless self-promotion right now. If you have not read my second book, How How to Succeed in Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship, that is How to Succeed in Politics and Other Forms of Devil Worship, available on Amazon or wherever you buy books online. It's all about this question. What happens when you're questioning your own integrity and when you have to question the integrity of other people? It's a book about politics. It's a book about life itself, relationships, stuff like that. It it asks this question, how far are you willing to go succeed if you end up losing your soul in the process? All I'm going to say because uh, that that point is so incredibly important. If If you don't have integrity, you have nothing else. I can tell you that I'm friends with a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life. I agree with them on some things. I don't agree with them on others. 
but ultimately I can call them friends and I can trust them because I know if they have integrity that they're going to be good people. And I need, you know, people are like food or other things like that. If you're just surrounded by shit, you're going, your life is going to be shit. If you eat shit, you're going to be shit. So just don't, don't be shit people. We have enough of that right now. So a man with integrity has self-respect. He doesn't care what people think. This one also goes along with authenticity. A man with integrity is so attractive. You guys, this makes a man so high value. And number five, we have always learning. So I think this is one of the most important ones on this list. They're all important, but this one especially because a man who thinks he knows everything, who isn't willing to grow, isn't willing to evolve or improve is stunted in every aspect of his life. People like this who think they already know everything and don't have any room to grow are probably the farthest thing from high value that there possibly is. There is always room to learn and grow and people who have that mindset versus that I know everything mindset are high value because they're constantly doing everything they can to reach their full potential like I mentioned earlier. You're open to new ideas, you want to learn new skills, you put yourself out there, you aren't afraid to get uncomfortable and learn things and try things things. And that ultimately is how you reach the highest value is by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, trying to be the best that you can be, whether that be in your career, in your family life, the way that you look, whatever it is and whatever is important to you, you do your best to make it happen. Are looks everything? No, but a high value man knows when he needs to show up for himself and put his best foot forward in order to get the most out of a situation. Is money everything? No, but a high value man has a level of success that he wants to reach for himself, whether that be $50,000 a year being a teacher or $200,000 a year being a doctor. I don't know how much doctors make or teachers make actually, but you know what I'm trying to say. Success looks different for everyone and it's not necessarily about how much you make that makes you high value. It's how hard you work to get there and how much value you can then create and bring because of that. So you can make a ton of money and not be high value. I don't think that necessarily makes a man high value. I think it's more about your personality, your character, and what you bring to the table. A high value man is desirable because he makes himself that way in some way, shape, or form. And regardless of what kind of high value man you are, I think there are many different kinds of men that are high value in different ways, but a woman is going to be attracted to you because of the value that you bring. The same way that men are attracted to a woman because of the value she can bring to his life. We all need and want different things in our lives, so keep that in mind. If you aren't necessarily adding value to one person, you might add a ton of value to someone else and vice versa. Life and relationships are all kind of about the value that you get from something. If I have a horrible friendship with someone and they aren't adding any value to my life, they make me feel horrible all the time, they aren't nice, they don't hang out with me, I'm not getting any sense of return or value from a friendship, why would I be friends with that person? The same thing goes for relationships. You wanna be with someone that can add value to your life and make your life better. While I don't think you should be getting your happiness from someone else or relying on someone else for something, someone should still add value to your life in some way, shape, or form. All right, guys, that is all I have for today. If you liked this video or found it helpful, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for when I release new content. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Courtney Christine Ryan. Guys, I'll, I'll go ahead and link to this full video so that way you can go ahead and watch it in the show notes. We, we covered all, all the five parts, but really... Um, th this all comes down to one thing, the last point and all the points. It's intentional living. You have to be intentional about the life you want to live, and you have to be honest about how you're currently living it. 
And I can honestly tell you, somebody that had a, had a big problem, especially as I was, you know, coming into adulthood, questioning, you know, could other people ever really love me? Could other people ever really like me? Could I trust other people? It's one of those things that I I I feel sad when I see people my age or older still struggling with that because. I understand how hard it is, and I'm happy that I've come at least to terms with it. And I'm generally happy with my life, but it came through a lot of hardship, and things aren't perfect. But you know, I, I've got an extra pep in my step than your average guy. But ultimately, you know, a high value man is a person that's trying to you know follow this on the run mentality, constantly questioning, constantly developing, constantly moving forward with all aspects of your life. It's like spinning plates, I know. But it's better to try than not to do it because we can all think of that one person from our hometown who we went to high school with who had all these big dreams and big you know, goals for himself who is living in his basement still and just has you – know, you know, he's, he's got like three years of college left academically even though he's already been there like seven, eight years and he's still an undergrad. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. Like – we, we all know that person. Don't be that person. You're better, and that's why you're listening to the show. So, guys, that's all I've got. Please, it costs you nothing but means everything to me. If you enjoy episodes like this, episodes with our guests, episodes with panels, the gender panel, women, all that stuff, you know, friends, being friends, talking about friendly things together here. Please, a five-star rating and review on iTunes would be great. Peace be with you. Be good. Be safe. And I'll speak with you later. Good night.